Whether it's because of the saying, the early bird catches the worm, or because we've all had the experience of waking up to the sound of birds, birds seem to have that image of being diligent, early risers in general. So here's a random question. Between birds that live in cities and birds that live in forests, which do you think wake up earlier? Well, according to research, and yes, people have actually done research on this, it is the city birds that wake up earlier than the country birds. Researchers found that while birds in forests wake up at sunrise, birds in urban centers wake up about half an hour before the sun comes up. They move about more actively while awake and go to sleep far later than their forest dwelling counterparts, which makes them more tired. Why do they go to sleep late? Well, because of us, of course. It's all the artificial lights and noises that we humans make in the city that keep them awake. Well, makes me kind of, kind of feel bad now. I wonder if the birds in cities, too, wish they could be somewhere under only moonlight and starlight, hearing only the sound of the breeze, crickets, and trickles of water, like we humans do sometimes. I'm Lena Park, and this is One Fine Day. Welcome to One Fine Day with Lena Park. We started today's show with Melomongs and their gorgeous rendition of Sedr Charam, Like a Bird. Oh, to be like a bird... I know there's actually some listeners out there who don't like birds. I know uh, a few people who are kind of like, no, birds, ooh, but I mean, how can you not like flying? And you got to feel a little bad for them birds who are just totally sleep deprived and fatigued and overworked and stressed out in the city, just like us humans in the city. Us few sleepless humans are forcing the little birds to stay awake with us. Oops. Well, now that the sun is starting to set a little earlier, and the nights are starting to get a little longer, an autumn night, where the only thing we can see is starlight, moonlight, and the only thing we can hear are the breezes, the grass waving, the waves, the crickets, well, just imagining that scene brings peace to our hearts, doesn't it? Well, that's that's me. I love this autumn scene. It brings peace to my heart. What about you? What kind of autumn scene really works for you? What are you looking forward to the most about the coming season? Tell me all about it as you also tell me where you are and what you're doing right now because our global roll call is coming up in just a moment. Don't forget to also send in your song requests and share your sayande stories and anecdotes about anything and everything. Nothing is too trivial. Anything goes. Message me on Kong, right on the various message boards on our website at world.kbs.co.kr 
or leave a comment on our latest posts on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day and Facebook at facebook.com/slash/EnglishKBS. If you're streaming us via YouTube on YouTube.com/slash/KBSWorldRadioService, you can leave us messages there. Now, if you also have a Korean phone number, one more option of texting us at sharp eight one five zero. It's fifty one per SMS and one hundred one per MMS. In part two of the show, we'll be hopping on a time machine and getting our very own Kyo Top Ten of the Week. So get ready for our mini trip back in time. I'll be back with today's "Where Are You?" after this. Here is Quanjina with "Fly Away." One Fine Day is coming to you live from Seoul, Korea. Right now, it is 5:23 p.m., and we have slightly cooling temperatures. Yes, uh, it was cooling down from yesterday and on. Today, we are uh, 26ish, 25ish, but 80% humidity, so it's a little cooler. Not quite there yet, though. Right now, I'm talking to you in a studio located on the fourth floor of the main KBS building in Yeido, Seoul. Where are you? Time now for our global roll call—a chance for me to find out where in the world all of you are and what you are up to today. Let's find out. All right, listener Hiroki Uchida says hello from Kumamoto, Japan. This place is well known for ramyeon noodle with beautiful soup. I just love it. Mm, Japanese ramen, that soup. I agree, it is beautiful. Well, thanks for tuning in. Mokrasa Raman says good morning from Bangladesh. Now I am working on site. Please play for me a Korean romantic song. All right, I'm sure we've got some romantic songs coming your way, so stay tuned. Listener H I C C X E C says it's a fine Thursday morning here in Northern Ireland. I'm tuning in to listen to this breakfast show from the other side of the world. Good morning here. Good afternoon, Korea. Thank you so much for letting us be part of your morning routine. I hope you have a great day. At least I hope OFD gives it a really nice start. Chris Jung writes, "Hi, DJ Lena. I was going to bed early tonight, but while in the shower, I figured out the bug that was I was stuck on all day, and I had to rush out to fix my code before I forgot. And it's 2 a.m. again. Is it just me, or is the shower just conducive to what kids these days call?" Big brain energy. Oh, big brain energy, eh? Well, the shower is where you do tend to kind of zone out and let random thoughts through, and when you sometimes take your focus off of a problem that's been bugging you, the, sometimes the solution can just pop up. 
Well, at least you weren't already in bed and uh, drifting away to La La Land. Well, I hope you get some rest. Look at Louie writes, Linan Yanyang. They say that 3 to 4 p.m. is the toughest time for office workers. I don't know why I'm so sleepy today. I think I'm even more tired because the weather is cloudy. What do you do when you get too sleepy or tired during work? If you have any tips, can you share them with us? I think I might get fired for dozing off at work. You, 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 you. Oh, yes, everybody has that sluggishness come three, four. Um, usually it's also due to a little bit of food coma. You know, you rushed to get in a nice hearty meal in your um, very short lunch break. And then you just, uh, your body is spending all that energy digesting that food. And that kind of takes away from your energy reserves. Well, um, one thing I found when I'm doing long work days... And I'm just kind of losing all my steam, even though I have to wait like 8 to 12 hours to actually go on stage and perform. Uh, One thing that helps is actually hydrate. I know, you wouldn't think, but uh, sometimes you're tired because you're dehydrated. So maybe try and replenish some fluids. Maybe that will help at least a little bit. John Daniel 9 writes, 안녕하세요, 리나 누나. Even 사연 writing... Time feels precious now. Today I got off work earlier than usual, so I'm riding this leisurely while having coffee. This weekend I barely managed to get tickets to your Sasan performance, but something came up suddenly and I had to give up the tickets with tears in my eyes. But that thing that suddenly came up got cancelled. Ugh, is this life? I feel so lost. Oh no. Oh no. Uh, there are more performances coming up here and there, so uh, don't worry about it. I'm sure you're going to catch the next one. Alright, let's look at song requests. Our first is the Blue Maniacs request, who writes, Hello, DJ Lena. Today in Indonesia, in Jakarta, my hometown, it's hot. And I'd like to request a song from Infinite, Kuhe Yorum. Thank you, DJ Lena, Pidinim, and have a nice day. Well, thank you so much. We'll get that song ready. I hope you stay cool on your hot day. I'm Kelly writes, I always love seeing you with the bun style. It looks good on you perfectly all the time without fail. Well, I went to see a doctor during my lunch break and I was quite surprised to feel the coolness in the air. It was the middle of the day, but it didn't have that summery vibe for me. I'm always excited about the season change from winter to spring and spring to summer. But when it comes to summer turning into fall, I have mixed feelings towards this transition. Even though the weather gets more pleasant, I don't know why there's also a bit of a little bit of a sense of regret and sadness. May I request Pyeongnaegane by Mongoose? Ah. Well, the bun style, a screen grab from uh, yesterday's Where Are You Live. It was hot in my room when I woke up yesterday, so I threw my hair up and I turned it into a little fancy bun later on with lots and lots of bobby pins. And a lot of people do say that I look better with my hair up than down. But I gotta say, when I came home and when I was getting ready for bed, 
when I took that bun out. Ouch! It really hurt my scalp. Oh my gosh! It was just so achy、um, with all that hair pinned back. So I don't know. Can't do it all the time. I agree, though.、Uh, the transition from summer to fall is a little sad for me. The fact that the summer is ending, we have to start thinking about and hungering down for not only colder weather, and also with the fall being so short. But then we have to think about the year ending. So yeah, I think that it's very valid to have mixed feelings towards the summer fall transition. Well, thanks for sharing your feelings. Let's listen to these two song requests now. First up, Infinite with Kuhei Yarum that summer, followed by Mungus and their song Pionegane Changing. That was Mongoose with their song "Pionegane" or "Changing." Before that, Infinite with "Kuhe Yarum" that summer. Why is Angela thirty-two? Writes Onni, 안녕하세요. Today, the blue sky and cool breeze feels nice. I usually walk and move about a lot during my commute, but these days, I'm noticing that my stamina. Is not what it used to be. Every day, I think to myself that I should exercise, but I always just collapse because I'm too tired. Weightlifting is too boring for me. Should I restart kendo, which I had to quit because of my schedule? Should I try something new? Should I just walk or run? Whichever I end up choosing. I don't think I should put it off anymore. I'll try to live a healthy life this year. Fighting, yes, definitely. So it's always wonderful to try and get motivated. It really feels like that you're at a crossroads now, that you gotta kind of move, get moving. Pretty cool that you did kendo.、Um, maybe you can find a different class or somehow something that would fit into your new schedule. Or if not, yeah, maybe try something new. If you are not inspired or motivated, Pilates is always something to start out with. People walk you through it, and when you're working with a trainer, you don't have to think about it. They will just tell you what to do. <laughs> well, in any case, I do hope you find your thing to help get you on that road to being healthier. Listener Eon King says, "안녕하세요, 정연 언니." After thinking long about what would bring some energy to my everyday life, I signed up for tennis lessons today. I'll feel the void of OFD for a while, but I'll look for other ways to find joy. I feel sad, but knowing it must have been a hard decision for you, I can't help but respect and cheer on your decision. I think it'll just be a different way for me to be with you. Ono do saranghiyo. Wow, tennis lessons—that's fantastic. Well, I hope that you actually really love it. Tennis is a lot of fun. It's like the one sport that I ever did,、um, and so I always have a, a fond place in my heart for tennis. Love watching tennis too. I really hope that it just kind of brings joy to your life. And also, in Korea, tennis,、uh, learning tennis also comes with、uh, becoming part of a big community. So I think that will be maybe just the thing for you. Well, good luck. P.S. I love writes. Anyong hasayu. I went to bed in the morning, 
after watching Super 2. I have been yawning all day. Back in high school, I had to write a bucket list in class. At the time, I thought it was a joke. But ten years later, I've noticed that I've actually completed a, quite a few of them. Learning how to dance, though, I've yet to accomplish. Is there anything that you want to challenge yourself with one day? Hmm. Learning how to dance. You should take dance lessons. I think there's lots of little fun dance lessons. Ballroom dancing and etc. etc. Um, even K-pop dancing. I think that's definitely a fun thing that you can challenge yourself with. Me? Challenging self? I'm also kind of on the same boat with uh, YS Angela. Getting on the road to fitness. Um, just uh, trying to get into the best shape of my life. That would be the biggest challenge for me. Sticking with the routine and really seeing the benefits of it. Getting more active. That's my biggest challenge right now. Listener Johnny writes, I was really bummed last year when I got COVID and I had to cancel my trip to Chicago to see Dreamcatcher a second time. Then, this year I did not budget for any long trips, so I skipped many big groups. But... They recently announced a short tour, and Cincinnati is one of the three stops, right before my birthday. My first major K-pop concert, right across the river, is one of my first favorites. It feels strange to see fans asking for advice, planning their trip here, instead of me traveling away. They are also playing the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, and I thought, well that's an interesting global fusion of a famous country venue and K-pop rock, so I grabbed a ticket for that too because it seemed like a unique chance. Oh wow, the Grand Ole Opry, definitely an institution in and of itself. How fun that they're, they're going to be hosting a K-pop concert. I agree that will be very, very interesting, a unique experience for sure. Well, glad you nabbed those tickets. Listener Lalon5 says, Hi, DJ Lena. Right now, I'm focusing on listening to Secret Numbers' newest song. Maybe I can request it? Thank you. All right, Lalon5, we will all focus with you as we listen to your song request. It is our next song, Secret Number, with their song, Starlight. You're listening to One Fine Day with Lena Park on KBS World Radio. Hungi J. Kim, some comments uh, on the Where Are You pick. Just simply says, Kiyawa, cute. <laughs> Thank you. Yunmi Jung writes, It was fun waiting for the Where Are You pick at 1.30 p.m. on weekdays. I think I'll continue to habitually turn to Instagram at that time. <laughs> Will you post some Where Are You pics on your Instagram sometimes? Well, that's an interesting um, suggestion at exactly 1.30 p.m. on weekdays. <laughs> definitely, for sure. Uh, sometimes, well, definitely I'll be able to post more selfies. <laughs> so, and then they won't be overlapping. Jisoo Kim 0801 writes, Hi, Nuna. Well, you look very gorgeous. Hopefully you will upload selfies more often on your Instagram, too. The weather's getting cooler these days. It's under 30 degrees Celsius. Gosh, it's so weird to say that 
20 degrees Celsius is cool weather. Mm-hmm. That's how, that's how harsh the summer has been with that heat wave. Just reaching under 30, we feel like, ah, I can live. Listener Limtwe says, My car reached 220,000 kilometers this morning. Wowee! People around me questioned why I bought an old car, but it had to be this car for me. I still vividly remember the shock of 22 years ago when I first saw this car. And I remember it with my determination to buy it no matter what, if I could buy my own car. This car is very famous for lots of problems. So it was a hard time financially and mentally. But when I'm reminded of those times, everything just remains as a memory. I learned many things while repairing things one by one. So this is why I can do basic repairs and replacements by myself. So right, it's hard now, but one day you'll remember that time with a smile. It's true, very true. It's so one of my um, favorite lines from this uh, song of mine, right? Uh, where, you know, even um, even the hardships become precious memories. Very true. Well, congratulations. And yes, even though you wanted that car, even though it had a lot of problems, you learned a lot from it. And I guess it's been quite a, I don't know, a history that you have built together with that car. All right, listener Jiang17417 writes, Jiang it's been a while. I found out that there was a rainbow yesterday thanks to your Instagram post. I want to request... Even though we know the mechanisms behind them, it seems there are still so many miraculous and amazing things in the world, like rainbows. It's true. It's As soon as I walked out of KBS after um, our show wrapped up yesterday, I was deep in heavy conversation with my manager. And as soon as we both walked out, we walked out of the doors and both of us kind of just stopped and got quiet. And I was, I said, what is, what is weird right now? Because <laughs> the air was so thick, of course, you know, like 90% humidity after the rain. But then it made the whole sky literally pink. And there was gold light everywhere shining through the pink. So it was gold and pink. And then all, all of a sudden we saw the rainbow. It was just super cool. I can't describe and emphasize how pink that sky was. A rainbow in a pink sky. Come on. It's like, where were we? It was very cool. Very otherworldly. All right, let's listen to Chiyoung's song request. It's Kongirobi with Mujige Kuchintar Sopta. Can't reach the end of the rainbow featuring Phil. not entirely two different songs from two different parts of the world it's like they belong to a parallel universe time to listen to two songs that seem nothing alike but are actually somewhat similar in one way or another 
upon closer inspection, one K-pop track and one non-K-pop track, it's Parallel Universe. Today our two songs share the title, Up. Hopefully this will perk you guys up. First up is the K-pop song, Up, by Kepler. Now Kepler is a nine-piece girl group that consists of members who were selected through a TV audition program last year. Their song, Up, was the title track of their second mini-album, released in June. And this song is about one's journey to the island of their dreams. A bit of the words. Deeper, to the end, no dodging, speed up. We've come far, it's not far now. What's there to be scared of? This is the beginning. All right, lots of energy there. As for our non-K-pop song, we have Up by Canadian Queen of Country Pop, Shania Twain. Her song Up was released in 2003 as the second single of her fourth studio album of the same title. This song says there's no way but up from here, and was named Country Recording of the Year at the 2004 Juno Awards. She's got some fun lyrics here. Nothing's come easily, even my skin is acting weird. I wish that I could grow a beard. Then I could cover up my spots, not play connect the dots. I just want to disappear. Up, 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 can only go up from here. All right, definitely going to perk us up these two songs. Let's listen. Up by Kepler, and then Up by Shania Twain. That was Up by Shania Twain. Before that, Up by Kepler. Are you guys perked up? Those were the Parallel Universe songs of the day. Now stay with me. Coming up in part two is OFD's version of Kyo Top 10. But for now, let me wrap up part one of the show first with Dear Cloud and their song, 그때와 같은 공간, 같은 노래가, same place, same song. Welcome to part two of One Fine Day with Lena Park. In a moment, we'll be hopping on a time machine and we'll travel back in time to listen to some good old Kayo for our very own Kayo Top 10. I'll be right back with Liz after this song break. Here's Kim Peer with Love You featuring Tablo. Once upon a time, there were days when K-pop was simply known as Kayo. Back in those days, every Wednesday evening, every Korean music fan tuned into KBS 2 TV to watch their favorite singers perform on the legendary music chart program dubbed the Kayo Top 10. Squeeze, to 
Well, those were the good old way back Wednesdays. And we now get to look back on him on our Throwback Thursdays. So let's take a trip back in time and listen to some old school K-pop music, also known as Gaio. And of course, our guide is our very own staff writer, Liz. Hello. Welcome to the nice, cool studio. Is it cooling you off? It is. It's actually not as humid <laughs> either. So it's uh, it's doubly pleasant. It's been colder here this week, I think, because of the humidity, higher maybe. humidity. Yeah. I think yeah. something kicks in where they're like, humidity, no, must no, save yeah. the machines. <laughs> no moisture in here. No moisture whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So it's been hard for me because it's been a particularly chilly chilly studio and dry at Ah. that so i've just been constantly like throat spray and lozenges i keep forgetting that you thrive in greenhouses (laughs) i I know i mean aside this week was the only week that i didn't turn on my humidifier Mm. this week and the week that my ac broke down oh yeah (laughs) the only two weeks that i Mm. actually didn't turn on a humidifier at night but it's i just need it even though i wake up in the morning and go Mm, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I guess it's because you're, I'm not a singer. So um, even though I know it's horrible for my throat mm-hmm. and like I feel it, I feel my um, throat drying up, yeah. especially in wintertime, fall and winter when yeah. it starts to get super dry here. I love it. I love <laughs> the crispness of the air and I love seeing that um, the, what's it going to call it? The, not the thermometer, but... The humidity thing? Yeah, yeah. The, the gauge thing yeah. go down below 40%, and like it just doesn't <laughs> register. So I do like that crispness, but mm-hmm. then I go, oh no, my nose, my nose. I, mm. like, yeah, I know, it's so... But I'm just using my throat so much, yeah. so it's just that much more sensitized. Mm. We've got Update 2000 joining us, and uh, JAL3631 always starts off our second segment going, Let's go. Let's go. Taipei Warren says, hello, Liz. Hello. Lim Tue is ready to go. Kim Jisoo is also joining us. Lahab82 says, ha. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Ian King is here as well. Um, JSJR76 and Chung Sung are all ready to go. Awesome. Ready to go. All right. And where are you taking us today? We're going to go to 2002 because I've decided to stick to the early 2000s. Ooh, 20 years ago. Yeah, 21 yeah. years ago. Yep. And that was quite a year. It was an awesome year for mm-hmm. many different reasons. Yes. One of the reasons I'm still here. <laughs> One of the reasons a lot of people are actually yeah, still in of, Korea. Uh, one of the reasons a lot of foreigners and a lot of Koreans who were residing outside of Korea mm-hmm. moved back because... They're like, Korea's great. It's a party every day. Yeah. And, and we you were, were full. Fooled. We were all bamboozled by the fantastic summer. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, eh, I mean, I like it here. So whatever. It worked out. We adjusted. Things yeah. calmed down. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think a party every day would have been a little bit taxing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Um, I'm glad it happened 20 years ago. Yes. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Yeah. So if it happened now, I would not have been part of it. No, not really. Yeah. I would have been tired. Yeah. Yeah. After, I would have tired. after like half a day of it, it's like, yeah, I'm going to go done. home and rest. Quiet, please. Quiet. Yeah. And then also post-pandemic. Oh, people. Oh, my. Oh, oh so many no, people. No, 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 no. I don't think we could ever like gather in the... Um, Seoul Plaza like we did before. We will, but I think half of us will be masked up. Like I am now. (laughs) Because, I mean, it's just a precaution and we know that it's a handy and expensive way to Mm -hmm. actually protect yourself. Yeah. 
All right. Well, without further ado, let's get into it. We've yeah. got some great songs. Uh, I'm gonna. I already hear a lot of people singing along. You see, so I'm not trying to compete with Young Desi, but but I, you decided to do kind of like a, a girl version. Yeah. Yes, it's girl not version. necessarily a Norebang list. Yeah, but you it, you can't. It could be a Norebang version. Yeah. If I mean, if you used to frequent Norebangs. Back in the early 2000s, as much as some people did, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you could definitely sing along. But I mean, he his playlist this Monday was very uh, testosterone heavy. Yeah, so I went the other way. <laughs> exactly, it was all male playlists. We we're talking about rock ballads, mm-hmm. particularly the ones that um, we say karaoke kumjiko. Yeah, band songs. Exactly, guys just love to sing it, and they get mm. all into themselves. Oh yeah. But we're going to do, like, a female counterpart. Yeah, but not, like, you can sing along. I mean, you can definitely sing these in Dorebang. They're and, not banned. Yeah, they're, they're not, not banned. banned at all. Everyone's going to join you, if anything. Yes, they're uh, fan favorites, karaoke favorites. Mm-hmm. And we are all in 2002. That's right. Who's our first artist? We're going to start with Baby Vox and their song, Uyan, or Uran Uyan, also known as Coincidence. Yeah. Now, this song was released in April of 2002 as a part of their special album. It was their 5.5th album. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and apparently, I had no idea at the time, but <gasps> uh, so their fifth album did not do as well as they had hoped. Mm. So they switched gears altogether. Okay. So up until their fifth album, they were working with producer Kim Young-sok, but right. this time around they reached out to Kim Chang-wan, who of course at the time was, you know, kind of dominating the yeah, whole scene. Absolutely. Um, and uh, he decided to uh, give Baby Vox a song that he had written a long time ago for a completely different group mm. called Kola. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. At the time, the song was known as Uran Uyan, mm-hmm. which is the subtitle of this song. Right. And uh, at the time for Kola, the song was like a... It was kind of reggae slash Scott-tinged... Um, what's that? Like, not ballroom, but the hall, something hall music. Dance hall? <laughs> I guess, dance hall. Yeah. Tropical, and Kim yeah, Chang-an like had a thing for... Yeah, a reggaeton. Like thing yeah. Going on, yeah. And uh, Kim Chang-an, of course, at the time had a thing for jungle music. So, yes. Yeah, it was kind of jungly, too. That was super trending at yeah. the time as well. It was like a whole European thing, I heard. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kola was a trio consisting of two female singers and a male rapper. Right. But... Uh, he turned this into a house track for five girls. Right. Um, so instead of having a conversation or we're getting two sides of a coin from a male point of view and a female point of view, we got just the girl singing the whole part. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently uh, this was not the first time Kim Chang-un tried to revive the song. He had actually given it to a Japanese group mm-hmm. called Colors mm-hmm. uh, before Baby Vox 2. Mm-hmm. And that flopped too. I know. <laughs> so this was the third time around he was... I guess he really liked the song. Oh, I think that he saw the value of it. And Maybe, it, yeah. he just felt like, oh, this iteration didn't work or mm-hmm. it just something was wrong and you want to tweak it. Mm-hmm. It's fun to have a do-over for a song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a triple do-over and it definitely <laughs> yeah. worked because it became one of Baby Vox's best-known songs. Yeah. And uh, it's said to be the song that started off the second win for the group, too. Right. So their fifth album didn't do too great. And 
And even between uh, the third and fifth album, apparently Baby Vox was too busy in China to do anything much in Korea. Mm. But with the success of Uyam, this particular song, they decided to stick to the Korean market once again. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the rest is history. They were popular. And they up until this point, they were always known as the third girl group. There was... That's right. Yeah, two other very, yeah, two other very popular rivals, quote unquote rivals, and Baby Vox wasn't considered their rival. No, it's like we had the two, you know, the, the, the big, big ones, ones. Mm-hmm. and then Baby Vox was sort of known as oh the other girl. Group. Exactly right. But w- with this song, they were able to beat the other two wow. and reach number one even. Wow. Now, um, so <laughs> there was. Uh, this I, I guess it's called, it's considered a rap verse um, or the very beginning of the song. I always thought this was kind of like, you know that diva song Webula where yeah. they just go bum ding 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 ding. You know, like it's just like nothingness, it's just syllables. Yeah, yeah. I thought that's what they were doing until I heard your iteration oh, of the yes, song. Oh yes, yes. And the the shouting, not sh- even shouting, the mumbles actually had. Meaning, <laughs> yes, it was Spanish. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was in 2016. I did find out that you yeah. performed the song, a slower version of yeah, the song. Yeah. Um, and uh, that was lovely, by the way. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> this song, I guess it's you know Kim Chang style. It's um, it tells a story. It's a t- it tells a long story. About, there was so much storytelling. Yeah, yeah. Of a former couple running into each other first time at the theaters and on the same day uh, at right. the crosswalk. That's right. Um, and Colin forgot that this was a story. Yeah. It is a very detailed narrative going on. Yeah, yeah. very detailed. <laughs> but I heard, um, I was listening to the original cola version of the song too. And first of all, the Spanish lyrics did not exist for the original version. Right. It was like La Bamba, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then um, the, the two verses were actually exchanged between uh, the male rapper and the female vocalist. Right. So, yeah, the, we were getting two different. Uh, he points. said, she said. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But um, with Baby Vox, it, it's just the girl saying, hey, we ran into each other twice. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Nice and to uh, meet you. I was pretending not to notice. I was doing a good job, but you flinched, so I flinched. Yeah. <laughs> And then you had my significant other ask me, what's wrong with you? Yeah. It's because of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it, it's a fun story now. Mm. It's all coming back to me. Yeah. And it's now Baby Vox's signature song, Uyan, Uran Uyan, or Coincidence. That was Baby Fox with Uyan or Coincidence. I mean, talk about Norebang favorite. <laughs> this is definitely something where, because there's five members of Baby Fox, people yeah. can all kind of split parts. One yep. person does the rap, one person does the oh, oh. <laughs> it's one of those songs that'll give you a bruise on your palm after all the tambourine hitting. So, 
<laughs> crazy, yeah. crazy. Ah, good times. Good times. Mm-hmm. Um, Yan King says that uh, she actually heard my version first mm-hmm. when that introduced her to this song. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Norebang, I, I liked Chung Sung-ha's comment where he was like, well, Kaya Top 10, this segment is really just Norebang segment for me. I guess it's yeah. his weekly dose of Norebang. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever he may be, I hope mm-hmm. he's not like at the office or something, but apparently he's singing <laughs> along quite... I hope you're in your car. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Moving along to our next song. Right. So Baby Vox was a four-piece girl group. Next up, we're going to have a uh, a five-piece girl group was Baby Vox. Mm -hmm. And we're going to move on to four-piece girl group. Oh, I see what you're doing here. Yeah. Very clever. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to Finkel because... They were one of the two big groups. The two reign, yes. one of the uh, reigning girl groups of That's the time. That's right. The first mm-hmm. girl group rivalries we had in K-pop industry, I That's think. True. We're going to listen to their song Yongwon or Forever. Oh, it was uh, the uh, title track. Of, actually, no, it wasn't even the title track. It was part of their fourth studio album released in March of 2002. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Even on streaming sites nowadays, yeah. they say their fourth album is called Young One. But apparently <laughs> it wasn't. Apparently it wasn't? the official title of the album itself was Call Me In Your Heart dot 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 can be my soul show you love again. I do not know what that means, but I, it means a lot it more than like something fine that killing see liberty on stationary. <laughs> Anywho, um so yeah, um, they actually took a bit of a break between the third and fourth album. So mm-hmm. uh, they say that their fourth, fourth album, this album, was the album with the top best quality um, so far with Finkel anyway. Kind of and, reaching their climax. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they apparently, uh, they were touted at the time mm-hmm. as showing off their mature side. So right. they were no longer, you know, putting up their pinky finger and saying, promise me something. Um, they were all sugar and spice. Yeah, and they nice had, you know, that thing. puka hair. Yeah, with the, yeah. You know, they, they had that Powerpuff Girl thing going on right, for a while, right. but they were grown-up ladies at yes, this point. Yes, that's true. And uh, yeah, they're even even their album cover and their photos everywhere. They were just more mature. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were calmer, <laughs> and they had like fur and stuff. Mm-hmm, so they yeah. were they were like they were evolving. Women, they were not up. girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this was a medium tempo ballad track, and uh, uh, it was also. I mean, I thought it was very timely at the time because they released this song called "Forever," and then they kind of went their separate ways. <laughs> Without, um, you know, they came short of disbanding altogether. But uh, at the time, yeah. it was really rare for uh, members of a group to do separate things. Now oh. it's now everyone's doing it, oh, right? Oh, now they yeah, two things coexist. Solo yeah, career exactly. And group they career. release their solo albums on one side, mm-hmm. and they do their group activities on the other. Right. They act on stage. Sure. They act uh, on screen. Uh, in, yeah, in mm-hmm. dramas and movies. But you know, once the group has to promote something all together, they just join together, and eleven of them all just do yeah. the same yeah, thing yeah. together, right? Uh, but back then, it was so rare in Korea, anyway. So. Um, people were confused. They were like, you said you're not disbanding, but mm-hmm. you're doing separate things. What's going on, right? right? And 
by 2003, Okjuhyun and Finkel, or not Finkel, but Yuri had already released their solo albums, and Yuri went big. That's right. And uh, Song Yuri and Lee Jin too, they were um, acting on screen, so right. just adding to the confusion. Confusion, yeah. But so I think this song Young On or Forever was basically them saying and reminding their fans, this isn't the end. You know, mm-hmm. we're just gonna keep on doing this. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean. Sure, they did eventually disband, but they did come back together more recently too, right? That's so, right. Um, you know, it just goes to show. Yeah, it all worked out for the better. Their song kind of said it for mm-hmm. them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, another thing that I was kind of surprised to find out this time around was that the lyrics to the song were written by Yuri. Oh, were they? Yeah. Oh, I don't ever remember. Yeah, I didn't I know that. I think I've I've known that she's written some lyrics for her solo albums later on. Yes, but yes, I, yeah, I didn't too, know. But... Um, it, on the album, though, I did find that she wasn't the only one who wrote the lyrics to some of the songs. Right. Uh, Okjuhyun has some credits as well. I and see. Yeah, so they were very grown up. Yeah, you know? they were already actively participating mm-hmm. in their production, um, their message, basically. Yeah. Wonderful. Let's listen. Here is Pinker with Youngwon or Forever. That was Pinker with Young One or Forever. It's OFD's very own version of Gaio Top 10, and we are in the year 2002 this time around. Well, really fantastic year. Our listeners were all commenting, of course, ah, the year of the Red Devils and the mm-hmm. World Cup, and of, of course, that was just sort of a dominating thing. Good times. Um, good times, absolutely. All right, so that was a four-member group, so logic dictates that the next is going to be a three-member group. That's right, and I already see on our uh, message boards uh, with people talking about, oh, I was more into this group than <laughs> the other group. They were rivals. Yeah, and uh, I'll be honest, I was more leaning toward this group, too. We're talking ah. about SES, and mm-hmm. we're going to listen to their song, Just the Feeling. Ooh, that's Just because I like it <laughs> better that's than the one. title track of the album. Mm-hmm. I honestly didn't know this wasn't the title track. I didn't either because this is the one that I think stuck. Yeah. yeah. So this was a part of their fifth studio album released in February of 2002 mm-hmm. and uh, that album was called Choose My Life Dash U. Yes. And U, yes. the alphabet U, mm-hmm. is actually the title of the title track of the album. Oh, but I don't even know that song. Exactly. <laughs> and I was actually looking at the title uh, of the album and thinking, Choose My Life Minus You? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it does look like Minus You. Right? But the song You is kind of like that. Like, it's about how I can be on my own, I can be independent, and I don't really need you. Maybe that's... It was minus Maybe. You. I don't know. There yeah. you go. But, uh, and then, you know, with the follow-up, uh, Just the Feeling, they <laughs> just went all lovey-dovey again. <laughs> and it's more like, this song is saying, um, follow your feelings, follow mm. your emotions, and tell me what you want to tell me, because right. you're dilly-dallying. Right. You know? Um, but yeah, uh, apparently, even though I wasn't really aware of the song at the time, yeah. uh, the title track, You, uh, actually hit number one. It did, really? hm While Just a Feeling did not. Oh. I was really surprised. Just a Feeling is actually, too. yeah, uh, one of only two songs that SES had promoted but did not uh, reach number one with. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I should have found out what the other one what the other one was. But anyway, uh just a feeling um it's not just you and me who think this song was the title track or who know this song more than, more than the, you. Yeah, more than mm-hmm. you. Um, because, I mean, it's been remade and covered by so many other That's artists right. afterwards. That's right. Yeah. And uh, it's just it's just stuck with people more for some reason. I, maybe because it's a funner song. Maybe because mm. it's in major as opposed to you, which is... I believe is in minor. Mm. I have to listen to it again. Um, but uh, yeah, as I mentioned, it's been covered by other artists, including Irvin Zakapa was the most recent one I can remember. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They did a really fun version of yeah. this. Yeah. It's more like stripped down acoustic yep. version, but yep. yeah. just because they have, you know, male and female vocals, it sounds like, sounds busier for some reason. I guess yeah. so. They have to arrange it differently. Yeah. And uh, as for SCS's original version of the song, it's funny calling it original version because uh, on their album, their fifth album, they decided to include two separate versions of the song hmm. in uh, track number one and track number 14. Right. And they called it original version and <laughs> remix version. Oh, a remix and version. And apparently they promoted it with the remix version, which oh. also included a male rap verse mm-hmm. by an uncredited SM rapper. I I'm see. guessing Eric. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, actually, this is 2002, so they were already debuted. Mm, I don't know who would it be. Hmm. But anyway, uh, maybe Andy. Trainee? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> he, he sounds so familiar, though. Oh. Uh, but yeah, so apparently a lot more people are more familiar with the remix, remix version, version of the song than the original. But for some odd reason, I like the original. Like, original version is the one that I know. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's why we're going to listen to the original version. I think today. I'm more familiar with the original version too, but I think I was also, I wasn't really watching them on mm-hmm. TV right. more than um, listening to them on the radio right. and stuff. So and like uh, arrangement wise, mm-hmm. it's not that different. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, the mm-hmm. intro is a little different, and yes, there is a male rapper, but sure. the rapper's is really short. I see. I see. And uh, there are some like other samplings here and there for the remix version, but. Um, it's not so starkly different because, like, I mean, the if you listen to the song, yeah, is the same. And if you listen to the um, Uyan, the mm-hmm. original version of the song by Kola, which right. is supposedly a reggae slash jungle music, and yeah. then we have Baby Vox version, which is a house version. Right. Those two are completely different. That, like, it, it's normal to have a preference for one over sure, the other. But sure. with the original version of Just a Feeling and the remix version, mm-hmm. I think you know. Either way, yeah. it, it goes. It goes. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Now, uh, Finkel wasn't the only one who kind of disbanded around this time. Not disbanded. They were going, they were doing their own things. Right, <laughs> right, right. No official disbanding. Exactly. But uh, kind of like taking a break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as for SCS, they just straight up broke up. They actually just <laughs> yeah. disbanded. Um, they uh, promoted together for the last time at the end of May, and uh, May of 2002. Mm-hmm. And then by, by, the same month, Eugene mm. was already uh, on a drama. No, right. Yeah, and uh, Shu was in Japan mm-hmm. uh, acting in a musical on oh, stage. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, no mention of when Pata started her solo career, mm-hmm. but I mean, she's currently both 
a solo artist and a musical actress, right? right? So, right. yeah, they all went their separate ways. But once again, we did uh, get a taste of their uh, revival slash reunion uh, a couple of years ago. Right. So that was nice, too. Yeah. Um, I already sort of mentioned um, <laughs> what the song is about, but there is a fun part that I want to mention. Mm-hmm. Kind of uh, connected to the first song and the last song. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they say, uh, I'm just going to show you slightly what I look like with another guy so that you can be jealous. <laughs> I feel a little bad for the guy, but that hey. That is funny. Yeah, I thought it was... It was wow. Bold, right? Bold to, bold to sing about it. Um, mm. Bold to do it. Yeah. Let alone sing about it. It's kind of mean girls like. Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. It's a, okay. I mean, talk about focused. But yeah, like... Goal-oriented. She, she straight up says... Yeah, it's it's kind of I feel it's bad for the for this guy, but this is all to have you. I see. All so that I could have you, and oh. I'm just gonna use him as a pawn. Oh my my! Yeah, a tool. A tool. Oh no! Yeah. How scary! All right, let's check Otherwise, it out. A cute song. <laughs> I didn't know that was that deviousness was going on. <laughs> uh, here's SES with just a feeling. That was just a feeling by SES. I'm reading a message by 02912 who says, I like Yujin Anni's voice. I'm glad you know that she's not an actress. Well, I think she actually didn't at first, but we, we introduced her as yeah, she's not just an actress. She's yes. a she's a great singer. Yeah, yeah. Very talented, mm. just all around. Mm. And also just lovely person mm. and a beautiful person. Mm-hmm. Inside and out. Alrighty, we're moving on to we are. It's a countdown here. Five, mm-hmm. four, three, two, two. Who are we gonna listen to next? Two, but as one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are two people, but uh, they sound so much alike. They sing as one. Exactly. They really do sound so alike. It's, it's just weird. it's weird. They're, to it's me, uncanny. they're the they're the K-pop chipettes. <laughs> I know I'm dating myself with that reference. All of a sudden, I just well, realized. I laughed. Yeah. <laughs> um, They're so cute. They are. Mm. And uh, we're going to listen to their song, Wonhago Wonmangajo. I'll be honest with you, I, they were not on the chart for August of 2002, which is uh, where I found the other three songs. Mm. Um, but uh, this song was released by uh, by then. It was actually released in 2001. Yeah. Um, it was part of their second studio album and once again this is not the title track but the follow up Mm -hmm. Um, so even though it wasn't on you know like top 50 but people were still listening to the song for sure Um, and yeah, uh, some of my friends would actually sing this at Norebang mm-hmm. and just kind of bring the mood down. You know what I mean? <laughs> like everyone else is singing a lot of chowdim and a lot of, you know, fun stuff. A sure. lot of like tears and just a lot a of feeling. Kimian, just a feeling. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. we're all trying to bring the mood up. And right. then one friend would always grab the mic and sing Wanago <laughs> And it's like, <sighs> because it's, there's this, they're so sincere and I, you know, this song is sung with anime eyes, you mm, know what I mean? Um, yeah. But it's a beautiful song, but maybe not the best for Norebang unless it's like the last song. <laughs> even so. Or like, first song, I don't know. I, I don't, don't even know. know. It's just, I mean... Or kono <laughs> kunyang. Yeah, just go by yourself. Go by yourself. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> going back, as one, as I mentioned, they were a duo. 
are they i don't think they really announced their disbandment yeah i mean they don't really they don't really work as singers anymore last uh uh weren't they radio djs for a while they were english radio Um, i think um they wrapped up the dj gig and also yeah and they released their last single together in 2017 right and ever since then they've just been moms yeah they're they're busy living their lives Mm -hmm. as well wives and moms yeah Yeah. pretty much Mm -hmm. uh but yeah they released their uh second album as i mentioned at the end of 2001 and they also released a christmas carol album in 2002 which was awesome they're Mm. a rendition of jingle bell rock is one of my favorites yeah um and uh it's funny that i was ranting about their uh one of my friends singing the song at norebang because Mm -hmm. uh i found a critic mentioning that their song the strength of their songs Mm -hmm. Uh, are in their voices they're mm. in their tone and in their unique voice that's it's funny calling it unique because the two of them sound the same <laughs> but uh, the, their songs were good because they sang them is hmm. what the critic said okay so um this critic was actually claiming that their songs don't sound good when any, anyone else would sing them. yeah hmm. um but having said that, this particular song has been covered by many artists. Okay. Um, particularly, I, I guess, um, Isengi's version was quite popular. Mm. Just because I think it worked because it was a male voice. Right, right. Yeah. It's just so different mm-hmm. that it just becomes a new animal. Right. Yeah. Um, and then uh, on music competition programs, uh, Park Bom and Park Mi-kyung and Wax sang them. And I thought it was quite interesting because they're such different vocalists. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's they're true. like power vocalists, yeah. all of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, as one is like so feathery. Yes. Yeah. That's a good word for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, lyrics were written by Yun Sara, very famous lyricist, mm-hmm. and the song itself was composed by Shin Jae Hong, a very famous composer. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's also once again funny that they're billed as an R and B duo. Yeah, because this song is more just ballad. I mean, R and pop R and B was a, just a sound trend at the time, so everything had elements of that. Mm-hmm. But they weren't like hardcore R and B per se. Mm-hmm. They they were more yeah. like a pop. I think just the fact that they sounded American. Sure. Yeah. Sure, sure. It, it yeah. just kind of triggered the word R&B in a R&B. lot of people's minds. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> it's funny um, that I keep going back to the fact that their voices sound the same. Because mm-hmm. uh, when they're singing together, yeah. it kind of feels like voice stacking. It feels like they're person. doubling the yeah. track. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we get to hear a little bit of that in this right. song as well. Again, yeah, it's going to dampen the mood a little bit. Oh, but no, but it's such a lovely song. Yeah, yeah, but I'll bring it back up with the last song. So. All right. <laughs> All right, let's listen to As One with Wonago Wonmang Hajo. I want you and I resent you. That was Wanago Wanmangajo. I guess because of that saxophone, I want to call it easy listening. <laughs> adult contemporary. Very adult yeah. contemporary. But Shin Jae Wong, um, the songwriter, is mm-hmm. adult contemporary, mm-hmm. you know, ballad writer. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he brought in Im j a e b u m s song that was also 사랑, Shin Jae-yong. 사랑보다 깊은 상처. Uh, yeah. Not Are We Here on Monday, oh, we yeah, listened yeah. to that. Yeah. You know, so you can see his range just mm, from yeah. those three songs. Mm. All right, we have one more song left on our list, and it is one. We're down to one. That's right. We're going to listen to a solo artist who was huge in 2002. <laughs> and there was one particular song that was on the charts. Sure. Uh, but um, we've played that song oh, on yeah. the show oh, a couple sure. of times, yeah. and the song is also really long. So <laughs> we'll save it for another rainy day. Sounds good to me. Yeah, and instead, we're going to listen to one of my favorite songs oh. from the same album. 여자친구 참 예쁘네. 아, <laughs> your girlfriend's pretty. The song by you. Yes, by me. Mm-hmm. Um, this was my fourth album. That's right, Opus Four. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, we talked about Anne a little um, a couple of weeks back. That's right. Yes, yeah, it was around the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, different album, but you know, around. It was after 2002 was first. Um, 2003 Anne was. Uh, after the, I was all done with all the show. concerts, uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and this song, apparently it's uh, Ina's favorite. <laughs> yeah, apparently this is her favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, she always plays it whenever she has a chance to. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, it's, I don't know if she likes it for the lyrics mm. as a lyricist, but or, or the song. I like it for the song. Okay. I learned about the lyrics much later. I see, I see. <laughs> it's one of those cases. And today I thought it would be funny also to bring it uh, as the last song of the day because the first song of the day was like, hey, I ran into you. Right. With, I uh, ran into my ex. Yeah, I ran into my ex while I was with my um, current. current significant mm-hmm. other. And uh, this is, um, well, in w e o n Um, we had two couples run into each other, right. right? And then in Just a Feeling, we had the girl trying to sh- make the guy feel jealous by being with another guy. Right. And then now we have a girl feeling a little jealous <laughs> because um, the guy she had friend-zoned right. has a girlfriend who happens to be quite pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And makes you wonder... Well, you're just, it's sort of a FOMO song, right? Yeah. You're like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's, it's like, um, in Korea, we say, <laughs> I guess it's like grass is greener. I guess other, so. yeah. yeah. But it's like, the guy wasn't that great before. Right. Like, he wasn't good enough for me to keep. Exactly. But now that he's got another girl, mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, maybe I should have kept them after all. And, and this is a very specific emotion, mm-hmm. but we all kind of can relate, right? Yeah, yeah. and which made me wonder, because it was written by Jung s e o k w o n yes. who is a dude. Yeah. And I'm wondering if he was thinking this mm-hmm. from the guy's point of view, or if he was just imagining a girl's point of view. Maybe a little bit of both. I mean, because, how, I mean, guys would have the same feeling too, right? In some way, shape, or form. But, like, um, what I meant was, because he could have written this from the point of view of the girl feeling like, oh, I let something good go. Mm -hmm. Or, from the guy's point of view, thinking, like, if he has had the experience of being friend-zoned, and then having the girl who dumped him before, who rejected him before, feeling a little jealous afterwards. Right, right. So... I'm. I'm just because I'm simple. I'm thinking he must have been inspired by something to write the song. I don't really know where he was inspired, but the song came first. Mm-hmm. Lyrics came way after, oh. and uh, we talked about what kind of subject matter would be mm. good for this song. Mm-hmm. And he wanted. I. I said, well, definitely, it's not a love song, mm-hmm. and it doesn't sound like a breakup song. Right. There has to be some sort of antagonistic feeling going oh. on. 
And to be perfectly honest, I actually think it's just pure imagination. Man, the man. Yeah, it was just such an it was such an unusual situation. I think that's what Ina likes it. Oh. It's such an unusual situation for a song, song a premise. A song. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing, though. It's unusual for a song, but not unusual as a story. Ah, <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah, that's it's true. it's something that you've either lived through or like on. Any either of the, either yeah. side, you could be the girlfriend. You could be the you could be the, the friend zone guy, guy, or even the girl who rejected. You exactly. know, you could be any one of the three characters in right. it. Um, or you or could, you have could been... be a fourth observer. Exactly, or you yeah. could have been a friend of any of the three people, <laughs> exactly. right? Which is my case. So <laughs> it's yeah. so interesting mm, yeah. that you know it's it's this song is like a. A very good example of how anything could be made into a song. That's true. Yeah, it's true. And if if anything could be made into a song, it'll be either Yoon Jung Shin or Jung Seok Won writing it. Popping, so you can write a song about popping. So you can write a song about a not so love triangle. Uh, um, yeah. Well, uh, my beef with the song though mm-hmm. is that I liked it when the lyrics ended at. Uh, I just feel a little off. You know, mm-hmm. 기분이 그냥 싼 거지. Right. 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 And. Right. She and then she at the at at that point she says it's not that I want him want him you know <laughs> right. like I don't need to be his girlfriend or anything mm-hmm. I just feel like you know it could have been good but mm-hmm. oh well too bad right but toward the end of the song she's like you don't really like her do you you know like <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's it's becoming it's turning into a desire yeah but a desire born from something not Love. organic exactly it's <laughs> yeah. like. She wants to believe that he's not really in love with her because she's not sure if she still wants him or not. Right. Like, she just wants him to remain available. (laughs) And it's like... For uh, her to reject. Exactly. And for me, up up until that point, Mm -hmm. the character was very relatable and Mm -hmm. the entire situation was relatable. And then when she turns, when she has that panjan, which is another title of a song that I debated, (laughs) um, um, when she has that panjan, she suddenly becomes a character that I can't really feel good about liking anymore. She goes on to the track to antagonistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and like superficial. Yeah, 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 sure, sure. I think he just went there. Yeah. But and I mean, it I, makes I like it, the It makes the song it. very... Um, it's fun to sing this and character. And multidimensional. I was thinking that too. It yeah. must be um, a fun character to portray. Yes, absolutely. Because yeah, like there's the... no other character like this in mm-hmm. my entire repertoire. Yeah. It is my song, 여자친구참 예쁘네, Your Girlfriend's Pretty. And it's going to close out Gaio Top 10 and our show. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Liz. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow.